Tonight we talk love, romance, and how it's done. I can't know if you've felt it before. Love. Specifically the romantic kind. Yet what I do know is that you've seen it. You've heard of it. We all have. In books, movies, television, advertising. Should I even go on listing examples? You've learned of this. Probably to the extent that I'm speaking the obvious. There's an abundance of people that don't like love. There's good reasons to feel that way too. I'm simply just not one of those people. I don't mind, and in fact it warms my heart, just seeing a man and a woman, a man and a man, woman and a woman, whatever, through unlikely circumstances beat the odds and find home in each other. It's almost an admiration because I know I want the same thing, but those people there, well, they actually achieved it. Now, I use the word achieve instead of the word found or another like it for good reason. Love isn't so much a battlefield as it is an RPG-ish game, such as life. It takes effort. Some people are better at it than others. We're all at different levels which are defined by experience or lack of it. We possess varying character attributes which provide either an advantage or disadvantage when pursuing our goals. This goal, finding that special someone. A few like the game, others rather not play. Yet, in the end, you can win. And no, winning doesn't mean getting lucky. Winning means having a person who cares about you to hold at the end of a rough day. I'm that guy. The guy that gives away roses on Valentine's Day to random people. I'm the guy whose friends both come to him for aid in relationship turmoil and insights slash input slash suggestions on date ideas. I relish in the practice of romance because it's considerate. It's easy. Trust me, most other guys, they don't set the bar too high. And it makes everybody happy. Romance makes for great stories too. Knowing these truths isn't enough motivation for you to be romantic, you say. Well, don't forget to take pleasure in if you can be impressive enough. Whoever you are pursuing can think back on times with you as their suitor. Remember how much they enjoyed themselves in your company. Then snap back to reality and face the gravity that most other people are a step down from you, at least in this aspect. I may talk about it as if it's so incredibly easy, yet I understand romance doesn't grasp the interest of every one person. As simple as enjoying two different kinds of foods, cake versus pie. Maybe you and I found interests in different things, one of mine being romance. Maybe yours is music, football, card games, anything. What if you're also a person who's trying to find a place to start off? That can be difficult. Learning something new often is. Whether out of desire to learn or if you simply enjoy listening, in a moment you'll be sitting in on a conversation between myself and my friend Jameson Steele, discussing our own personal romantic ideals and good approaches on how to be romantic. Hopefully you find it intuitive. What should I say in introduction? Uh, I don't know, just your name. Okay, um, my name, I'm so many bats. That's me. That's, that's you? You want, uh, you just want your internet alias on there, or do you want your real name on here, too? 
Ah, okay, let me think for a second. Ow. Ow. Oh, the pressure. Oh, my God. Oh, what am I? Who am I? Yeah, no, let's let's do that again. I'll just say my, I'll say my real name. What okay, okay. All right. So, I am, uh, I'm Jameson. I go online. There's so many bats. Fantastico, mi amigo. So, we don't really have to be so afraid because the whole point of this is just for you and me to talk it's not other people will be listening to it but it's it's for us you know mm-hmm. so this i really want conversation exactly and we've had conversations i feel like going around this topic but mm-hmm. we've never directly tackled it and that question is like what is both of our ideal romances if that makes sense yeah ideal like, romance like you're like in the perfect relationship or close to it because personally i don't believe that a perfect relationship is a perfect relationship well yeah like there's, I, there's gonna be flaws perfection personally would bore me mm-hmm. and that would ruin the relationship it would be imperfect because it was perfect interesting yeah i i, I can see that it, mm-hmm. it's like when somebody says like you're beautiful because of your flaws which is true mm-hmm. so it, it's what makes you unique and like the flaws the differences that's what makes every relationship different i completely agree and whenever i've heard that statement it always and i hate agreeing with cheesy statements but that one i always agree with yeah it's like because it's true it's accurate yeah you definitely love people for their flaws yeah you know well, all right so you and i have both been in relationships before we have um, i'm not really sure if you've had any relationships that have been longer than mine i it's it's sad to say for somebody who's making um almost an episode podcasty sort of thing talking about romance and saying that his longest relationship's only been six months doesn't mean yeah. i haven't explored romance i don't feel like yeah, romance it's... is even limited to how long you've dated somebody so much it is the experience in the field yeah and because like if your longest relationship is that long my longest relationship with was three years Mm -hmm. so we both have like very different viewpoints on on this subject exactly which, which is very good and i feel like romance almost changes in a relationship that goes on that long oh it definitely does yeah like um me personally sorry you go on you go on okay there's there's the difference initially between like they they always say it's like there's the different phases of love of romance like there's the honeymoon phase where everything is perfect and then and all that stuff and you're so in love and and there's nothing wrong with your partner Mm -hmm. then you settle into each other and it, it, it goes into like the relationship part where you're just where you know each other, your friends, you can still get angry mm-hmm. with each other because that's normal. That's that's that just happens, and it's like once the honeymoon phase is over, when you realize that your partner is flawed, yeah, that's that's the make or break. Like you either realize it's like okay, we were only liking the concept of each other, and then you break up, or it's like no, I, I'm I like this person. Mm-hmm. I'm in it. I'm in it for the long run, and then you stick with them, which. It's not to say that the that the honeymoon phase can't like sort of stick around. Like you're always gonna have that sort mm-hmm. of like butterfly love sensation. Like you're still gonna get nervous when you see them. Sometimes it just happens. 
no yeah. matter what if you're if you're really in love with them that's just how it works but it, it does change like the type of love does change you know yeah i definitely understand what you're saying but it's it's perfect because my experience with romance is completely different and it's because mm-hmm. i've never i've either just touched that point where you start to get comfortable or i've never touched it it's one of those two options where yeah. my love life and my experiences have been that that honeymoon phase where i even take it a step further than that because in that kind of that feeling that this person is very very special and that every moment is a magical moment i go out of my way to make that moment a magical moment mm-hmm. and it's like okay we're not just gonna go see a movie um my love we're gonna go do something my lady yeah my lady tips for dora <laughs> um it's more of an adventure i want to go on so instead of going to see a movie i'm like okay uh, we're gonna meet up at noon and i have a really nice camera you and i are gonna go out on a nature hike and you know we can do a little bit of like goofing around modeling stuff but also just take some like nature pictures have a picnic and after we're tired of that we can either go out and go somewhere like bowling and after that, we can go out for dinner or something. Shit, man. Maybe I should date you. <laughs> <laughs> but all those things, in reality, like, I already own the camera. It doesn't cost anything. Um, like, mm-hmm. dates don't necessarily have to cost a lot of money, which a lot of people believe the contrary. No, you just need to be creative. You just need to think of something cool. Exactly. It can be like... as... Sorry, you go on. No, no, you go on first. Okay. I was going to say, it can be as simple as you in your own time, if you enjoy going for walks, finding a beautiful spot in a forest and just bringing a bag of food and inviting mm-hmm. a, a girl or guy, whatever you're into, and just go have a beautiful lunch. Yeah. Like, my favorite date that I've been on was mm-hmm. for... Uh, this was for our anniversary. And what we did was we just got together at my mm-hmm. place made a pillow fort watched movies in that then we went out for dinner mm-hmm. and then afterwards we went back to her place laid out a blanket and watched the stars oh so you and, went back to her place and like laid outside yeah like that was that was the best date that was so nice that was such a perfect anniversary and the only thing that cost any money was the dinner can I ask, um, what is that place called again? The Tipsy Toad? Did you go there? No, no, we didn't go to Tipsy Toad. We went to uh, Mill Creek. Uh, I... We needed we needed to go somewhere a little bit fancier. I mean, I made reservations. Oh, that that's <laughs> awesome. The <laughs> classiest restaurant I've been to is like, uh, it's between, you know, Montana's or the Mandarin, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mandarin's a little bit classier. It is. I still find it really weird when people say that Mandarin is classy, though. It's not classy. It's just... No, it's average. Yeah, it's a little more of a of an experience, I would say. Mm-hmm. I just remember uh, my first time in the Mandarin. That was cool. <laughs> I love Mandarin. I need to go there again. We all need to go there sometime. Yes, we do. But look, if we let ourselves go down this route, we're going to be talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, all right. So that was your perfect date that you've been on. Mm-hmm. But if you were to plan ahead, what kind of a date would you manifest? 
like something that I would want to do, something that I haven't mm-hmm. done, but like the perfect date that I would want to do. Yeah, and for the sake of fun, let's just say like anything is on the table um, within your power right now. Okay. So obviously mm. you couldn't fly to Venice right now, but let's say you have $3,000 in the bank and you could just blow $3,000. $3,000, I could totally fly to Venice. Oh, well, then there you go. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know plane tickets. Who do you take me plane for? Plane tickets. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, perfect date with $3,000. That's a fantastic question. I think <laughs> I would want to... Okay, I know what I would want to do. I would want to go down to Toronto. Okay. And big city. Yeah, just walk around the city, go shopping for a little bit because it's always fun to shop with a date. Oh, it definitely is. Like yeah. I'm a guy, I just love shopping in general. Yeah. Like it's really fun to like if you're both into like movies, just go to HMV with your date and just like look at movies. That's fun. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I can agree with you. But okay, so, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. I would go down to the, to the city. We would uh, we would go have lunch in Kensington Market, mm-hmm. and then um, we would we would probably yeah yeah we'd have a hotel, okay. and uh, we'd go back there for a little bit, stay there, hang out for a bit. Then we'd uh, okay we dress dress up all fancy, and go out to see a play. Oh, kind we'd of like a Toronto equivalent of Broadway. Yeah, yeah, we'd go down to like Mervish or or something like that and go see a play. And then after that we'd go out for a nice fancy dinner and then go back to the to the hotel. That'd be that'd be perfect. That does sound pretty great. Like That'd be awesome. Like a date like that definitely sounds amazing. I feel like what people put out of proportion is how complicated dates have to be. Like they don't have to be complicated. Yeah, no, like, to have the best time, you really don't need to do a lot. You can just mm-hmm. be in each other's company, really. Yeah, I feel like just after you saying that, this thought just popped into my head. And really, to be successful in the art of romance, you just have to be genuine. Yeah, literally. That's just literally it. Like, the cheesiest saying, again, is still true, that just to be yourself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like... Unless you're a horrible person. Yeah, it's like, what if yourself is an asshole? Just Mm -hmm. be the best version of yourself, I guess, is a better way of saying it. Yeah, I like that saying, too. Be the best you. Yeah. And uh, I feel like we all struggle with being the best ourselves 24-7. Yeah. But for, like, one night, um, I feel like we can all accomplish that. Oh, for sure. Um, especially if you're in the company of somebody who truly makes you happy it's a lot easier then definitely because you're always smiling exactly i still remember the one of the strangest things that ever like hit my realization and it was way back in the eighth grade when i talked to uh, a kid named justin we both know who justin was but we don't need Mm -hmm. last names um but pretty much this justin fellow he was such a womanizer at such an early age it was insane you would both admire him as like from a guy's perspective at least you admired it but you also were like god he's mistreating these other people so much mm-hmm. and uh through an odd sequence of events i was actually talking to some of these girls that he was flirting with and all he was really doing was speaking as if he were genuine to them calling them like mm-hmm. beautiful and um saying 
how important they were to him, although he was lying about that. Um, mm-hmm. These girls just really wanted somebody who was genuine to them. And remember, this is all the way back in grade eight. Yeah, and this still stands true. Yeah, this is for the same guy. Um, I feel like it's very true that the older you get, um, like the good people, I guess you could say, kind of find their matches. And then the people who are left either weren't the nicest people to date or had pretty bad luck. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's how I see it. The people who are still single, like very, very late later on, um, some of them don't try to be the nicest people. It doesn't stand true for everybody, obviously. Yeah. And uh, it's just an important thing to note, I feel like. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's it's very important to be a good person, like a genuinely mm-hmm. good person, and which a lot we... of people just don't really think about. Like, it's it seems like such a simple thing, because it is. But it's also, like, there's a difference between simple and easy. That is very true. While, while being a good person is very, very simple, it's not, like, depending, it's not really that easy. No, it depends on not. who you are, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, some people are just inherently good people. But it, it does depend. And to be in a, in a good, healthy relationship... Mm-hmm. and find somebody that you that you truly care about and who truly cares about you yeah which is also very very important obviously i don't really think we mentioned that it's like not only should you care about them they have to care about you as well that's true that's very true and that's very important yeah and we're we're all flawed individuals like let's not pretend that we're not um mm-hmm. i have a lot of flaws and i find it's very very important to acknowledge your flaws um, because in, you know, romance doesn't always have to mean you're dating somebody. It can mm-hmm. literally just be the art of going on dates. Um, yeah. but when you are dating somebody and sometimes, sometimes in the dates, um, you can have issues that come up and it's very, very important to keep an open mind to where another person is coming from. Mm-hmm. You, you need to be understanding mm-hmm. like no yeah as you said it's like where the other person is coming from that's very important which brings up another thing the 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 issue and the art really of, of communication yeah. the most important thing in any relationship literally just, in art just to communicate just talk i am guilty raising my hand uh, my right in the air and my left over my heart that <laughs> I'm guilty of being bad for communication in the past. Um, I feel like as a whole, I'm pretty good at it, but I'm still guilty of, and this is the issue, not being the best me I can be, especially when it mattered most, um, where arguments happen because I wasn't communicating. Um, you know, maybe a bad day leaves you not wanting to talk to anybody. And oh, yeah, that... Mm, that happens. Yeah, it, it just happens, and it's... It, it's not a bad thing really like it doesn't make you a bad person if you don't want to talk to your significant mm-hmm. other for a little bit you can just say like but that's the important part you have to say it you can't just ignore them and leave them wondering what they did wrong you can just say like hey i had a bad day at work yeah i just want to i just want to be left alone for a little bit and they'll they'll completely understand you just mm-hmm. need to talk that's it so easy here's a tough thing though 
after a fight and you don't want to talk or just like it doesn't even have to blow up to a fight level but a disagreement mm-hmm. what do you do then you you need to remember what the important thing is like in any in any argument in any disagreement mm-hmm. you need to both of you need to realize that at the end of the day you still love each other and that's the important part and I heard a good saying once, uh, my grandpa would always tell this to me, it's like, if you're with somebody, like, never go to bed angry, like, never fall mm. asleep with you angry at them or them angry at you. Always talk about it. Now, there are exceptions to mm. the rule, like, sometimes you're talking about something and you just, it gets too much, it's getting late, and you just need to sleep on it and then answer in the morning mm-hmm. when, you're, when you've cooled off or something like that. But it, it, it makes sense if you're like, it, especially if you're in the same bed, just don't yeah. go to bed angry. Talk to each other because you're there. So just just talk to each other. And again, I I will also agree. I am guilty of of bad communication at one point in uh, in one of my relationships. Yeah. And we realized that we talked to each other, but mm-hmm. it, it was more like talking at each other. We never really listened. Mm-hmm. and once we realized that like all of our issues were incredibly easily solved by just talking to each other then everything was perfect again it was yeah and i can definitely see that in like looking back on my past before this conversation um i definitely can think back to a couple examples of when I was hearing what they were saying, but I wasn't listening to it. Uh, more specifically, if that doesn't make sense to who's ever listening to this, um, listening means feeling it. Mm-hmm. Like really feeling what they mean. Um, it's a huge difference. It's the difference between um, computers and people, you could say, of, of feeling something over understanding it in your head. Um, Because love, especially, isn't always logical. Oh, of course not. Because love, uh, in in the words of Rick Sanchez, love is just a chemical reaction. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. But it's complicated and it doesn't really make sense. It's not a logical thing. No, it's not. But you feel it anyway because we are humans and you need to work through the illogical things like you need to think about it for a bit and Mm -hmm. the most important question to ask yourself in any relationship is am i happy and is the other person happy i'm guilty of thinking that too much to the point that um, i'm always questioning whether or not i'm happy and taking that as a bad thing like if i have Mm -hmm. to question it am i really happy um, yeah. And if you have an issue like that yourself, I don't know how to give you advice other than to stick with it until you, you like, you'll know when you know. Don't yeah, let my questioning get in your way. My advice for that, like, if you can, if you just keep answering it, but the answer is always yes, mm-hmm. then you're okay. But if you ask yourself this question and the answer is no, mm-hmm. then there are two things you can do about that because in any relationship there are two outcomes mm-hmm. you stay together forever or you break up 
which is a scary thought because that never really occurs to you like you never really think about that but but it's yeah. true and it's the same thing with that question if you ask yourself am i happy and your answer is no then there are two things you can do you can break up mm -hmm. and or you can work on it in either case you need to keep asking yourself the question until your answer is yes yes but also because... not get uh, caught up in making yourself do it mm -hmm. but in either case the most important thing in life not just in relationships but in life in general is just to be happy like that's that's why we're here yeah life I definitely agree. is too short to be unhappy mm -hmm. you get into a relationship to be happy together but you have to be yeah. happy first oh yeah that's mm -hmm. that's a very important thing that that uh, we didn't bring up thank you for mentioning that it's it's very important to to like yourself before you can like somebody else mm -hmm. right do you like, have any um example of you feeling that way like you had to rely on somebody else to make you happy yeah actually mm -hmm. Um, my first actual relationship, Grayson, you remember her. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm certain you know who I'm talking about. I think so. You don't even have to name drop. Yeah, exactly. Um, in that relationship with her, uh, I was in a very bad spot mentally mm -hmm. with, with myself. Yeah. But I figured it was all okay because, because I had her and she made me happy. So that's fine then, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, it was to a point where I wasn't happy when I wasn't with her. and That's dangerous. Yeah, and we dated for five months. Not a long time. And we had never kissed. And when she broke up with me, like, I was crushed. I mm. was absolutely devastated. Until I thought about it for a little bit. <laughs> and yeah. then I realized why was i so crushed like why am i this hurt yeah and then i thought about it and i was like i'm i'm not like i'm i'm really not mm -hmm. and then i realized that like i i was this was a toxic relationship like i was relying on her to make me happy and once i realized this i was like you know what this isn't good so i went to therapy for a little bit mm -hmm. and and I figured out, like, I, I was severely depressed at the time, and I figured it out, and I realized I could make myself happy. And then once I realized that, like, when I am able to make myself happy, then I got into another relationship, and that that lasts a long time. I can definitely respect that. I'm a strong believer in going to therapy, even if it's not court-mandated. Um, mm-hmm. Which is in a lot of movies. I say that because in a lot of movies, people are made to go to therapy. Yeah. But I believe people should just go to therapy anyway. I think it's a good idea to, like, find out. Mm -hmm. It's important to know how you think. Because it's not really that simple to just know how you think. You need to figure it out. Yeah. And it, it's very important. And I think, I think any one person should be able to go see a therapist at least once in their life just to learn something about themselves that they didn't know before mm -hmm. how to make themselves happy how their own brain works because most of the time you don't know like no, i don't we don't know i sometimes question why i think certain things 
Yeah, exactly. And that's you thinking it, so mm-hmm. you know it's weird. But this is all in the pursuit of self-betterment, obviously. Like, oh, of um, course. It should be like clearly stated that self-betterment is not, not easy. But it's definitely no. worth it because um, to connect it to exercise, like physical exercise, physical exercise is hard to see. Um, mm-hmm. Like the results of you, most people take pictures of like before and after because uh, you live with your body every day, um, kind of seeing it in glances. Mm-hmm. And eventually, if let's say you're lifting weights one day, you're really buff, but it felt like you were always that buff. But you remember you remember of a time that you weren't when you're working on yourself um at least in my opinion you feel adamantly like you know you're being better Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if you can agree to that maybe it's just me i can definitely agree with that and and because of the fact that i am currently like working out a bit and trying to to better myself Mm -hmm. and like it doesn't really seem like anything has changed but then, like, when I look in the mirror and I realize that I can't see my ribs anymore, I'm like, I'm actually putting on weight. I'm actually, like, doing something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when I'm lifting weights for a while, like, I don't really think about it. I don't think I look any better. I don't think I'm any stronger. Yeah. But then I realize that, like, the weights that used to, like, tire me out after, like, ten, like five minutes. Yeah. I don't break a sweat anymore or I can do I like a good example is like I started doing squats and I used to be doing like two sets of 15 and my legs would feel like jelly afterwards and Mm -hmm. I remember feelings like that when I started yeah and now I need to stop doing push-ups because I don't feel anything after doing 200 damn good job thank you it's important to remember that um as you build weight that uh, you'll get heavier and they'll get tougher to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's definitely self betterment, both physically and mentally, is definitely important, and especially with the whole like love yourself before you can love somebody else thing. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I don't think I've ever been in a relationship actually where I've been with somebody to make myself happy, but I've definitely had moments in life where I felt like I needed another person not romantically to make me happy um, even if it was just for a moment Mm -hmm. and I feel like maybe in small doses that can be good like if you're depressed and you just need somebody to pick you up for a moment I feel like that's that's a good situation to be able to count on people that's what we have friends for yeah but you have to be able to count on yourself too yeah which there are points in your life, like as you said, with with possible depression, when you can't, mm-hmm. like your your own self is not reliable anymore. So it it is very important to have a support system, no matter what it is. I've com- completely agreed. It's also very important to not mix up uh, the need of a relationship to make something like being depressed or another feeling that you need somebody to make you happy. Um, not let feelings like that can get confused with like the true help that you need yeah yeah for sure but uh you know after this whole conversation i feel like we've covered a lot of grounds in the fields of romance and love my good friend i think we have 
So if you want to like plug your social media or something, you can definitely do that, and uh, listeners can go check you out. Yeah, I would like that. Um, I don't have too much, but uh, you can follow me on Twitter at so many bats. Um, my name there is Chad Brown. Do not be uh, be confused. It is still me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite entertaining. I, I would like to think, and um, I will be uh, giving updates about this show every so often uh, when I'm on it. And uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, you can follow either myself or Grayson to uh, check updates on the show. Oh, um, you have your own kind of secret project that you've been working on. Do you want to mention that at all, or you want to keep that under wraps? Um, yeah, no, let, let's not talk about that right now. Okay, what project? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know we what didn't I'm say talking anything. about. Anyway, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for being on. It meant a lot. No, thank you for having me. All right. So there you have it. That was Jameson and I discussing love and romance and what it takes to be good at it. And it turns out what we really came up with is be a good person, work on yourself, and understand whoever you're pursuing. Now, if you'd like to stay up to date with the podcast, we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook, we have a SoundCloud, and hopefully we'll be coming to iTunes and Stitcher very soon. All of those handles will be at Tonight We Talk, except for Facebook. Facebook, our handle is at Tonight We Talk Show, because Tonight We Talk was taken. So, I really hope you have a nice night, and don't be afraid to let us know what you thought of this. We want to hear your opinions, both on how the show did, and your opinions on the topics we discuss. I guess that's all. See ya.